31702. Sports Talk. SMS Bootleg. On 31702. Tim Sukazi on the line now. So good to be talking to you, sir. How are you? Good evening, Bootle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing fine. And how are you, sir? No, I'm very good. I'm very good. I cannot complain at all. Uh, uh, how is it being quiet? How is it not uh, having to worry about uh, the, the guys on the field and the running of a club? <laughs> it's very strange, I must say. Because that's what keeps the adrenaline pumping, you know? Um, now, all of a sudden, one finds himself uh, seated quietly. Um, mm. Yeah, there's some work to do, obviously, on the legal front or law front. Uh, but then, certainly, football-wise, it's deadly quiet, and it's very strange for a person such as myself, and I'm sure many others as well who are in my position. Yeah, it is eerily quiet. It's it's very very strange. I mean, even for us, the fans, uh, we just want something to watch, and as a result, now we're watching marbles, Tim. So, <laughs> <it's> yeah. our, <laughs> our life is very tough. Um, but let's. Yeah. Talk, I mean. The last time we spoke was, uh, you know, everything was beautiful. There were, uh, you, uh, you know, sunshine and rainbow everywhere, sunflowers. You had just won the NetBank Cup, beaten Kaiser Chiefs, getting ready for Africa. Uh, and, and how has it been since then? Um, and how did that change the players? How did that change the staff of the club? You know, did you start seeing a, a different step, a bounce in the security guard that's at the gate? How did that affect everybody involved at TS Galaxy? Yeah, it does if you know, actually. Um, that's exactly what happened, you know. Um, and that change, I think, became our worst challenge up to so far. Um, because, obviously, play, we found ourselves in a very strange situation where you would have players who are supposedly playing in the first division, uh, which is a division below the Premier Soccer League. Uh, but then at the same time, they find themselves playing in a competition, uh, which is the CAF, uh, Confederations Cup, mm. which is a, a, a level of football that is above the Premier Soccer League, you know? And and that was at the back of uh, an unprecedented success, you can imagine, you know, winning the National Football Cup, that's the Netbank Cup, against the almighty Kaiser Chiefs. So that created, obviously, certain mindset, personalities, um, and, and, and players, maybe, and some members of staff, you know, and it is, a, it is exactly what we didn't so much anticipate. And um, now the focus and, and, and prioritization, I would think, became continental football in the minds of the players mm. than uh, the Africa Championship or the National First Division League, you know. And we saw us not performing as well as everyone had expected. But then I think we were quick to realize this. And then we changed a few things around. And uh, I think now I would say we're back on the right track. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have definitely also been a very tough road. Um, how was it being in Africa? We saw a couple of pictures surface, uh, you know, of your travels where, but it, it looked like luggage that was loaded onto like a an open top uh, 18 tanner or one tanner rather. Uh, it didn't always look too kosher, but, but I mean, we're seeing it from the outside. How was the experience for you and for the players? Yeah, look, uh, this is one experience a person cannot buy. 
was special for our guys because they had to experience continental football at, the, at their tender age, you know. Most of our guys, and mostly those that we traveled with around the continent, are born 1998, 1999, 2000, 2001, the youngest is 2002, you can imagine. Mm. And so, yeah, so that kind of experience, I think, it will go a long way in, in enhancing their careers you know, in the next two to three years. We learned a lot also as administrators and, and, and leaders of our club. Um, this kind of experience, you know, for all we care, we, we, we were made to believe that it's, it's exclusive to the big clubs in our country. So here we are, TS Galaxy, still in the national first division, still in the achieving years in, profession, in the professional ranks, uh, playing continental football. You know, we went there with a very humble mind. We wanted to learn as much as we can, and I think we did. You know, be it administration of the game itself, because uh, uh, hosting or administering a press event is not the same as doing a local national festival mm. match. You know, that on its own. I, I cannot mention now the logistics. You know, it's, it's a different ball game altogether. Uh, be it your traveling and so forth and so on. These are the type of things that a, nation, a club in the national festival in any country in the continent, you know, does not get to 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 get to, to experience. So I think we're quite very very fortunate, and I think that has taken our club, you know, from one step to the next. And um, now I can safely say that we are set for greater heights. Mm. Uh, I would believe so. In terms of the finances, I know you picked up a, a pretty paycheck uh, from the NetBank Cup, but uh, I remember even when we spoke, you said, look, it's barely enough for us to run our CAF, uh, our CAF campaign. Um, how did that come in handy? How much did you have to take out of your pocket, if you can say a figure? Uh, and, and did you find the experience a little bit more expensive than you thought? Yeah, very expensive. Care uh, football is extremely expensive, actually. Um, <laughs> we thought, you know, to host a CAF game, I think you would spend in the region of 150,000 to 200,000, depending on uh, where your match officials will be coming from. So, by the way, as a hosting club, you also pay for the match officials. That would be the four referees. Uh, and uh, one match commissioner, you know, and uh, we're not lucky because they, uh, for us, they came from far, as far as the Comoros uh, island. You know, mm-hmm. they, they had to, you had to fly them from one island to another before they get to their main destination point, you know. Uh, yeah, so, and then, um, when you play away, again, a club like us, we're not as fortunate as maybe people said, you know, in their care considerations cup games, they played in Swaziland, they would pass to Mozambique, you know. We picked up clubs in the holiday destinations, such as the Seychelles, mm. and uh, we again went to Madagascar. You know, those countries are quite expensive. And then as that was not enough, we saw ourselves having to go uh, far west in Nigeria. You know, not only in Nigeria, but in Aba, uh, two hours out of Lagos by aeroplane. So those trips are quite expensive. Uh, yeah, so it was really, uh, I think, straining financially. But we were doing this for the cause. Mm. We were doing this for our people. We were doing this for the country. We were doing this for the development of our club, you know. Mm. I can now tell you without any fear of contradiction that this club, uh, it was for the first time that it, it played in the CAF. It's a club that will certainly participate. It will be a regular feature. Because that's the kind of a club that we are developing. You know, it's developing a club for the continent, a new brand, a vibrant brand, a club that resonates, you know, amongst the youth. 
and certainly uh, people who love the game, you know, a cup that comes with fresh ideas and it does things differently. Our success up to so far, you know, was not by accident. I mm-hmm. think it's through our meticulous work and the proper planning and execution. And indeed, it was uh, definitely not by accident. And, and you know, I, I like what you say, essentially saying that you can't, uh, by experience because at the end of the day uh, even the administrators at the club have that experience of going to CAF into CAF they know what to look out for uh, and, and where the shortfalls might be which is a fantastic thing that you have really done uh, and mainly fantastic which you have done for Abantuba Kwandebele the, the, you know the people yeah. from where you are from uh, it's you know, even on Twitter, we had uh, a tweet from somebody that's at supporters team saying, love is identity rooted to the community. Much respect. What does where you are from, how much does it mean to you? And, and, and how much does that identity belong to the team? Yeah, look, uh, I'm an incorrigible believer of uh, the synergy between a professional football club and a community. So, you know, the I mean, the, that's the basic foundation, I think. And uh, behind it all, there are people. So we became that kind of a club, a club that obviously cares, you know, from the onset. So we are very much attached to our communities in Guandavela. That's our main base. Um, and, um, you know, our our, our challenge of the Metro Cup itself, we thought... Uh, as we, we, we were clear in our heads that we are going to win it, we thought that we will have them watching continental football in their own backyard, you know, mm. because they have been a pillar of our strength. Unfortunately, uh, up to this day, there is not one stadium that is ready uh, to host a class game, so we had to move our games to Mbombela. But nonetheless, uh, in one level, uh, since the advent of democracy, there had never been professional football. So, and as a boy who grew up there, I know as much that people in Guandavela, they love football mm. so much. As a matter of fact, they travel, you know, kilometers in their hundreds to Johannesburg, Pretoria, and other places to watch professional football. And I thought, you know what, they deserve to have a club of their own. And, and that's what informed, obviously, the establishment of TS Galaxy. So they shall remain a pillar of our stand. And I think, I feel as though we haven't done as much as one would want. You know, we owe them a premier division cup. And in no time, I think, in the immediate future, that's what we'll deliver to them because they deserve it. Mm. Absolutely. I've got uh, um, on Twitter, at Paul Culture, he says, Thank you, Mr. President. As Amar Rockets, thank you for giving us opportunity as Gwandebele local artists to perform um, Kumapi Games. And it really means a lot for um, the community. I just, I want to take it back to where it all started. I mean, as somebody who comes from Gwandebele, you see that exodus that happens every Monday morning, uh, hundreds yeah. of people coming to Pretoria, some as far as Johannesburg to come to work. They travel for hours standing, you yeah. know, it's 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 so where did all of that start um and how much did that upbringing affect your dreams and and how did you get over and past some of these um uh, uh, roadblocks that you would have faced along the way yeah look uh, yeah look people in Guandavelle, uh, uh, those who work in the main city which is Pretoria and maybe further on Johannesburg and the like they have to survive the notorious motor road you know, day in, day out. Um, 
I happen to be one of those. In my early days as a UNISA student, a so-called full-time student in UNISA, I used to take a 15-30 PATCO bus to Pretoria. You know, it takes two and a half hours to get there by bus, and in the evening it will be the same. So I used to be on that Moloto road for two years of my life. And during that time, I saw many accidents, you know. Uh, Lots of lives are lost in that road. So that one really saw a situation about the geographical location of the area. Uh, But I know that obviously government has got other plans and maybe in the future we'll see the railway line or something else that will at least ease the traffic you know, on that road. So that type of upbringing, I think, you know, it makes one very, I think, stronger mentally. Uh, It makes you want to achieve things, want to work hard, you know, and I think I'm that type of a person. And most importantly, I'm not a failure. You know, once I set my eyes on something, I achieve it. It is as simple as that. And, uh, And I hope to be one inspiration amongst our people because those communities, they deserve to have people, you know, who succeed and to have people uh, with whom people, uh, other youngsters coming up, you know, would look up to and admire and hopefully uh, stimulate in some form or another. Mm. By so doing, it will gradually change the outlook of our society there. Because, uh, you know, people are hard workers. And the very people from one level, uh, you know, they're hard workers. I mean, <laughs> otherwise they wouldn't brave this road to be mm. two and a half or six hours a day to Pretoria and further on maybe to Anisberg for eight hours a day. You know, that's what, that's the life there. But then lately, uh, things are improving. You know, every time we host a home game, every time one goes home, I can see the change. Mm. And uh, with TS Galaxy, I think, you know, our people came out, you know, our people uh, had something to be proud of, uh, had something to, to, to at least look at themselves and say, you know what, we also have our, our place in, in this country because uh, politically many would think that they were somewhat forgotten uh, because much as they're in Pumalanga, but their main place of business, you know, is Pretoria. They don't work in our state. Pumalanga is four hours away from there. So this club brought all that and a sense of belief and pride amongst our people and so far so good, I must say. Absolutely. Uh, Tim Sugazi, I mean, it's uh, an absolute pleasure talking to somebody who, as you're saying, you, I mean, what you do is, is obviously inspirational to the youth. Uh, and it's something that you would understand how important that inspiration is, having been a youth yourself, having been somebody who was uh, fresh eyed with those dreams. And uh, now, in- indeed, you get to impart those dreams onto other youngsters. Um, uh, I just, obviously, the question hanging over everyone's head right now is about Bloemfontein Celtic. Are you able to uh, say anything on the purchase, the so-called speculations uh, of you purchasing Bloomfontein Celtic? <laughs> uh, I would, for now, I think I would qualify it as a beautiful rumor. We love rumors, you know, as people and certainly as South Africans and lovers of the game. This is one rumor really that is beautiful for everyone who is Proteus Galaxy and I would think that maybe someone who's sitting somewhere has got some good premonition about our club. And uh, ESL is where we're going uh, sometime soon, mm. I must say. That's where we're going. So if you look at it, there are one or two ways of getting there. Either you win promotion direct, or if you can't, you acquire a status of a professional club. And if there could be any club that is available today, 
and uh, they present themselves to us, or that opportunity presents itself to us, to CS Galaxy, uh, uh, that's an opportunity we won't uh, leave, you know, it's an opportunity we're going to take at all costs. So, uh, I haven't heard as much about Celtic being so available, but certainly, uh, so if they are indeed, it's an opportunity we'll pursue, and uh, maybe, you never know, you know, come next season, you might see the start in the Premier Division. Fantastic. What I can take from that is it's just rumours, but it's definitely not out of the question. Uh, before I let you go, Tim, um, I just want to share from Tando on Twitter. Uh, it says, uh, and you will see this, they've tagged you as well, but it says, uh, what Tim Sugazi and TS Galaxy is doing for Kwandebele and Amandebele, it's way beyond what Mpumalanga government is doing for our people. The economic development and the uplifting of the local businesses is appreciated. He's bringing change. Thank you so much for all of that uh, that you are doing for the people. Yeah, no, you know, Bushe, uh, what Tandy is mentioning there is true uh, in, in, in such a way that after the game, more often than not, you know, I would walk out of the stadium after the game and walk to those mamas, uh, you know, who are street vendors, as they call them, and have a conversation with them, simply to check how much they would have sold. You know, one would say, mm. hey, my boy, I've made 1,800. Another mother would say 2,000 rand. Another one would say 1,000 rand. You know, I'll walk back to my car very pleased and happy, knowing that one family and many others, you know, would have bread in their table through the efforts of this club. So this is what this club stands for. You know, it is about the people. Uh, you, you know, we want to be that inspiration and inspire people to 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 work hard and believe. You know, we don't want people to sit in their little corners and, and as though they are troubled and they're the only ones in life. You know, as long as you've got a pair of hands, in my view, and eyes, and, and, a, pair, and a pair of feet and legs, I think you stand a great chance of, of achieving whatever you you dream of and you want to achieve. So it, all it takes is hard work, you know. So our people do, do take the advantage of, of, of the presence of our club. And I think we haven't yet started. There's a lot more that we do for them. Tim Sugazi, it is such a pleasure, as I said, to talk to you. Uh, your reach is far, uh, much further than Gwandebele, and you will still see it. But thank you so much for the time. We need hours to talk uh, about life because it's such an inspiration, and our people do need to hear these stories. But indeed, this is a very good start. Yeah, thanks, Bushman. Uh, indeed, our reach is way far, further than Gwandebele. You know, I've always said it, that I want people who are in the outskirts mainly, you know, of the main cities, to look at the, what the club has achieved from nowhere, if I may call it that, um, and, 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 and start thinking that, you know what, <laughs> perhaps their geographical location or place of origin shouldn't and wouldn't necessarily define their destination in life. You know, wherever you are, if you've got a dream, hold on to it, work hard towards it, and you will achieve it. If you don't believe that, Nothing is impossible. Look at the story of CS Galaxy. Tim Sugazi, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, sir. That is the uh, chairperson, the president of TS Galaxy, from a dreamer to a lawyer to, uh, to a player agent to an owner of a uh, team that has played in CAF. What a man.